Alright time friends, this is your most right time, you are my star brights, it's the morning, where I've been laying in bed, semi-sleeping, semi-thinking, you know those kind of mornings, and this morning I was thinking about the shame imposed on a young girl's body by her mother, because that's my experience, and, and this shame overall with controlling me. I remember being controlled, compressed, squeezed. It's not a good memory. That's okay. Um, but there's something to look back there and get from there. And that's my healing journey because this was the burden I was given is to heal the feminine, the forceful, aggressive, violent feminine that was on me as a tiny, and the, and the shove and the push and the, the shaming tactics uh, to keep me where I'm supposed to be, and that is on a shelf until she was ready to um, engage with me. And usually the engagement was... Um, a gym session that she had on me in the form of abuse and I would lay in the bed I felt like I'd been to the gym and all I did was just sit there lay there stand there and took beatings so it does not make you feel bad for me or sad for me this is just to say there's something I pulled from there and this is my interpretation and but I think the clarity that comes from this experience is is that shame is a covering of joy shame is is a no you can't have joy because another had said what you can do Another said what you can think. Another said how you can act. Another said you're nothing until I let you know you're some you're something. And your something is to exist and to be for me. To exist and be. To revere me. To respect me. To fear me. And to be available for my needs so that's what I learned um, and but you go through life with this and you get out there and you're no longer under the control of the individual and then you still have all the shame that they gave you all the control tactics manipulations the pro they call it programming nowadays um, but it's baggage harmful toxicity and it's not something that you're, it's going to take a just, oh, you know, you six months after you leave the home and you're done with it. Mm, oh, you know, a year, you leave the home. Okay, fine. Two years. No, honey, I'm 50. I'm 50. And I'm still dealing with shedding the last bits of shame 
and controlling manipulations inside. But I'm telling you, it's pretty clear in here. And I just want you to use that as a strength. Whatever you have going on, whoever is pressing you, whoever is saying you're wrong and that you need to change because of the way they see it and, and their manipulations, you need to pull back the curtain and see who's, who's working the dials, who's turning the knobs, who's pushing the buttons. Okay, because it may not be you in your mind. Maybe somebody else. It may be a stranger in your house. And that they should have been escorted out the door a long time ago. Please. So, and that is anything, any wording that looks like you did that wrong. You always mess up. Why can't you be right? Why can't you be perfect? What's wrong with you? I'm always fucking up. I'm always messing up. The hell, man. Don't nobody want to hear your voice. Don't nobody want you around. You gotta step quietly as you step into a new space, a social environment. You know what? That's a stranger. They need to be in cuffs. They need, that's, that's, um, well, they call it the inner critic. Um, and then there was another wording that I really liked. It was from the one, a therapy, uh, uh, influencer on Instagram. Cause that's where I live. I really love it there. That's how I spend my free time. So, but yeah, it's time to arrest those thoughts and those words. And let no word come out of your mouth has anything to do with any kind of negativity towards the self, towards the image. Um, words that are against the body, against the mind's intellect. Oh, I'm so forgetful. Oh, I had a brain fart. Oh, I'm never forgetting. I never remember anything. Or, oh, I'm always so forgetful. Okay. No, rewind. Everything has to change. It's time to revamp and refashion your whole entire wardrobe. You like new clothes. You like new, new, you know, pretty things. Now, you need to overhaul your wardrobe of your words. And you need to take that dictionary and scratch out all the bad ones that say anything bad about yourself. This is going to take some practice. And you're going to have to just really see, oh, do I really do that that often? Yes, you do. Is an inner critic up showing up that often? Yes, she is. Yes, he is. So, and, you know, I know. It's easier said than done. And usually there's a lot of pain associated with that. You have um, a, an unhealed and a healed version in you. And the healed parts are anything that felt like sanity and kindness and love, motivation, and support that ever you can remember in your entire memory from those that said that to you on the outside, something that was said to you, uh, your biblical inspiration, that is your healed source. And um, need to give um, attention to that. Oh, excuse me.
I'm over here waking it up. And, and let those have more airtime, so to speak. Okay, because those, you know, you have a main TV show. And the inner critic gets to run that show. Now, over time, we can make the inner critic have less say, less words. Um, when he says that, can we pause it for a minute? Can you take, I have, a, have like a, a traveling notebook and go, Oh, wow. I just acted inner disappointed in myself. Okay, write that down. I was disappointed in myself because I told someone that I'd meet them at. And then, oh, I never met them. I forgot about it. And there they were. And now they're standing there. And they're waiting for me. But they found no one. So they waited as long as they could and they left. Okay. So now the inner critic, once that was brought up, and you became aware, and there's like, hey, I was over here at, um, you know, the cafe that you said to meet, and, and you were supposed to bring me my things that I left at your house, what have you. Okay, <laughs> the inner critic, he's, he's gonna say a lot. And so what you do is, is you go, oh, wow, <laughs> I'm just feel really bad about that um and if i were in that place that person's place i wouldn't like having to be inconvenienced either and i know that they needed such and such thing for their uh, their you know they bought it let's say that you sold them something and they really needed it and it's going to be really inconvenient for them to try to find time to um to come back through again or it's going to put me out of my way and just really train wreck my schedule today um but goodness and possibility is is to say I'm I'm human I make mistakes and I know there's things I can do uh, I'm playing I can watch some Instagram reels some organization maybe some YouTubes and this is something I can move up from, forward from. And I'm not going to catastrophize. And I'm not going to crucify myself over this as I have in other times past. Um, it, has a, it has a cost to them. It has a cost to me. And uh, I will try to do something better to avoid that next time. And you know, honestly, if you think about it, the inner critic is trying his best. To help you move through life to succeed and it might be old programming from parenting or societal programming but it's still there and it's an aspect of you and it also needs a little bit of um compassion as well you know this that's spitting out shit fuckery towards you that's you're just a piece of shit and i would call it i would say to, to the self, I would go, wow, <laughs> you had a lot to say about me. And you call me all sorts of names. But I'm here to tell you, in a critic, you can't have your way here anymore. And for what you did and how you helped me through and you helped me manage, 
It was one way of doing life. And that was something that you you exist because someone else put that damage, that wounding in there. And it was in my personal and my um, psychology genius that made you. But you can't live here anymore. Because you are not love. And that that is love does not grow. And I need things to grow in my life and in my heart. And why I thank you for the time and your input. Because you are me. You're an aspect of me that must shrivel away. And I can't do it myself. So it's going to be prayers, God. And seeing examples of others who talk to themselves well. Who care for themselves. Because you got to see an example of how it's done. Starbrights. And you got to journal. Because <laughs> if you don't journal this stuff, you're going to forget the lesson. There is richness and gems that's going to come to you. And beautiful. <clears throat> it's going to be treasures and gifts. But if this gift is, you know, in liquid form, and you, and you have a container, and let's say it's your mind, <laughs> it's a colander. Starbright's colander is li liquid through. So if this treasure is in liquid form, it'll always go through and it'll be forgotten. And you need every gift that you can to make it in this world because you've been through bad stuff, hard stuff, and I need you. I need you to remember everything. So you're doing a couple things. You're exposing yourself to examples of, of people who have already done this well. You are getting rid of people who are still talking to you like this. Um, and, and then you are searching inwards and learning when this happens. Uh, you get, you'll get a notification bell. You need it. You need to be able to identify it when it occurs and in there. And you're going to get a sinking feeling. Like a punishing feeling. You're going to feel punished inside. And then you're going to you're gonna hear it. And you're going to go, well, I'm just such a fuck up. And, I'm, and then you, it's creative. Self-harm and self-cruel words and toxic words. They're very creative. And that's also part of your psychology genius as well. Because <laughs> if you think about it, your genius created the various um, ways of saying shit to yourself. If you can think of yourself from the outside and go, oh, <laughs> and that's that's like a compliment. If you think about it, you just I just helped you give you a compliment. Is that you became gen a genius on how to create this aspect of yourself that's tearing you, you up in a creative way because it, it takes smartness to be creative <laughs> um but you can you can take that creative energy make humor out of it helpful humor not that sarcastic shit that oh i see so much bad in the world and and this is how i'm superior and and how if only everybody would just be like me and we'd have an amazing world of sarcastic, sarcastic fucks like me, blah blah blah. No, <laughs> yeah, you you go away too. 
put that away. That also needs to be escorted out of your mind. So there's aspects in you that become and they're weak, weak, but they're there. You've seen you've seen examples. We don't walk the earth to see in all of horror. We walk the earth and we see some beauty and those things they need a spotlight on them. So it's it's harder. You can do it though, Starbucks. <laughs>